This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Five rounds, the podcast that has got the cardio for the deep water championship round. I am Mags, and after two weeks off of UFC action, uh, UFC is back, and it is back with an absolute bang. I've just finished watching uh, Fight Night, uh, Anthony Lionheart-Smith taking on Ryan Spann. Uh, before we get to the main card, though, uh, let's quickly run through this jam-packed prelim show so we started with Hannah Golder picking up the first round sub in the women's flyweight division against Emily Whitmere uh, we then got a draw in the bantamweight division uh, Gustavo Lopez and Hila Alateng uh, fighting out for the 15 minutes then back to another first round finish uh, Carlson Harris getting the first round knockout against Impa Kasangangane, I keep butchering his name every time where he comes up on the card, uh, but yeah, that was in the welterweight division. Uh, th- decision in the women's flyweight division with Erin Blanchfeld getting the, the victory over Sarah Alpar. Uh, another de- decision, this time in the men's bantamweight division. Um, Montel Jackson getting the rub against Brandon Jenkins. Uh, going into the women's bantamweight division and we get another decision with Raquel Pennington uh, back to winning ways against Pane Kiansed. Um and then the, the feature prelim saw another decision with Tafon and Chukwi getting the, the win over Mark Rodriguez so going on to this main card we had six uh, fights on, on this and we opened with a uh, one of the more exciting fighters in, in recent UFC history uh, with uh, Joaquin Buckler uh, coming into this fight with a 3-1 and one record. After that, uh, some highlight real knockouts taking on Antonio Arroyo, who has looked really impressive uh, in his time in the UFC, but he's uh, unfortunately still winless. And uh, he goes, leaves this fight winless as well, uh, which is a, a real shame for him because I think that in the first round especially, he landed some really big shots. Uh, he got a buckler onto the floor quite a couple of times, was able to uh, uh, land a switch kick beautifully. Um, it was a very 
kick heavy round for uh, Arroyo landing some some uh, really big shots uh, really using his heart and his uh, his reach advantage uh, to frustrate Buckley in the in the first round uh, Buckley landed some some decent shots was able to get a uh, Arroyo uh, to the ground uh, for a, a second or two, uh, but coming to the walls, the end of the the first round, he wasn't able to uh, to get that takedown, and it ended up being stuffed. Uh, Buckley changed his game plan up though for the second round, uh, landing some uh, some more shots, landing more head kicks of his own, uh, some uh, bigger uh, bigger punches. And Arroyo really kind of. Um, he almost struggled to deal with uh, with the tenacity of Buckler in the in the second round. Uh, still landing some of his own head kicks, but um, the, the 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 work that uh, the uh, Wacky Buckley's team and his cornermen did in kind of analysing Arroyo and able to feed that information to 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 Buckley uh, really paid dividends because he ch- was able to change up his game plan on the fly using the information that uh, Joaquin Rodriguez, his, his head coach, gave him uh, to to counteract uh, Arroyo. Arroyo was uh, telegraphing uh, um, his uh, his head kicks. Uh, and uh, the 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 corner was able to spot that and 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 feed that information back to Buckley. So Buckley kind of uh, took the impetus in the fight going into the, the third round, uh, and he uh, he quickly finished it off, um, landed some um, some head kicks, uh, goes for the the takedown, uh, was sprawled a little bit, but as he as he as he came out of the sprawl, he landed a, a nice right hand. Uh, got uh, some clinching up against the fence. Um, then Buckley uh, landed a, a a big right as uh, as Arroyo tried to land a a, a punch to a knee to the body. Arroyo drops to the floor. Buckley uh, follows in swarms, and the referee uh, Mark Smith has no option but to call the fight off and uh, a good victory there for Joaquin Buckler. Uh, another one of those highlight real fights for, for for him. So then going in to the second fight on the, the card, we had Tony Gravely and Nate Manes. Uh, these guys were... Poof, you will you will very rarely see a fight that uh, is as as dichotomic in, in the two rounds as this one. Uh, Tony Gravely absolutely dominated Nate Manez in the first round. Uh, every time that uh, Tony uh, that Manez was able was trying to uh, get shots off, uh, Gravely was uh, one step ahead, landing some big uh, inside leg kicks, landing some big uppercuts, uh, get, getting the takedown. Uh, wasn't able to really keep the the fight to the, on the ground for too long, but he was just scoring uh, point after point after point. Uh, going to the towards the end of the of the uh, first round, Gravely gets another takedown, and he's just uh, just um, absolutely pounding on uh, on Nate Manners. Um, it's just brutal shots and uh Gravely is uh is just unable to get the the finish as the as the uh the klaxon sounds for the end of the first round uh, but it was such a dominant first round for for Gravely you would think he would come out and have that kind of a uh attitude of putting this fight to bed 
not so because in the in the second round whilst Gravely did start uh, the pressure quickly uh, aim, aiming to, to do as I said to, to, to put this fight away uh, Manez uh tries to clinch to slow the shots down uh he he quickly kind of uh, recovers and is able to uh, to shake the cobwebs lands a few jabs of his of his own and then lands a beautiful right hook uh which rocks gravely knocks him to the floor and manes is able to rush in and get the uh ground and pound that he needed to uh, pick up the victory so a great comeback victory very reminiscent of uh, Pat Barry or uh, Czech Congo where he was absolutely dominated in the first round uh, but that keeps uh, uh, Nate Manners' uh, unbeaten record in the UFC going now uh, bumping his numbers up to 3-0 and all. on to the third fight on this main card and it was uh, a bit of a, a blood feud a lot of uh, animosity uh, between the two fighters uh, we had Christos Giagos and Armin Sarukian uh, in the lightweight division. Armin Sarukian looking to really kind of uh, push his way into the upper echelons of the lightweight division. And uh, Christos Giagos, so kind of a journeyman now in UFC, um, pretty much uh, sharing wins and losses as he goes, but certainly a, a good test for someone like Sarukian, but like I said, there was a bit of bad blood uh, going into this fight, Sarukian said he was uh, he was looking to finish um, um, Giagos in the, in the second round after wearing him down in the first round, and to be honest, he didn't even need that second round, he uh, quickly uh, came out in the first to get control of the centre of the octagon, uh, lands um, um, a, a quick kind of counter punch from uh, from Giagos, uh, which is then, uh, like I said, countered uh, by Sarukian. Uh, they end up both uh, hitting each other at the same time, uh, but uh, whilst they, they, they go down, uh, Giagos ends up with the takedown, uh, ends up on top. Um, no kind of real groundwork, and they quickly get back to the feet. Uh, and then on the way up, uh, Sarukian lands a massive left, which drops uh, drops Christos Giagos. And then again, pretty much like in, in the in the previous fight, he senses the blood in the water, and he goes in and rushes to uh, rein in uh, the ground and pound. Uh, Herb Dean gives uh, gives uh, Christos plenty of time to fight back. Uh, but eventually he has to come in and stop the the unanswered punches and uh, uh, Sarukian picks up a very, very impressive uh, first round KO and really kind of pushed to get into the top 10 of the the lightweight division. So after three uh, really uh, brutal and very uh, different finishes in the first three fights on this card, we... uh, we start to uh, to uh, cool off a little bit um, in terms of the finishes, certainly, but not in terms of, of the action. So we then go into the women's flower division, uh, Ariana Lipska taking on Mandy Baum and uh, a massively, massively dominant performance for uh, Ariana Lipska. Um, all the way through all three rounds, she was in in control of this fight um was very good defensively able to block uh, the majority of uh, of um of the shots from Mandy Baum whilst landing her own really cool uh, quick combinations 
Um, Baum found some success early on with uh, with the takedowns uh, and the and the body triangles, uh, but when it came to um, to switching those uh, those uh, those positions on the floor, um, and Ariana Lipsky certainly had the advantage and was able to land a, a hell of a lot of um, strikes and ground and pound. Um, the shots that she was hitting just had a, just so much sting to them uh, and, and they were coming from every part of the body from the, the feet to the knees to the fist to the elbows uh, Ariana Lipsky was just peppering Mandy Bone with with shots and th- th- that's props to Mandy Bone for, for having the, the heart and the chin to not be finished because there were a couple of times in, in this fight where some of these shots could have could have really done done damage, but uh, Mandy certainly gave uh, gave as gave her all. Uh, unfortunately, she met a uh, an Ariana Lipsky who was certainly on on the rise, certainly wanting to make a um, a push for uh, perhaps a title shot here in the flyweight division, um, and all the way through um, the. The, the second round again it was it was very much like the first round where uh Lipsky was just first to each shot uh was able to uh avoid the majority of our of our bomb shots and land plenty of her own uh the third round was probably the the most aggressive from from Lipsky she landed some big big shots uh, some huge uh, leg kicks uh, she was able to uh, to uh, get uh, Baum to the floor, landing some uh, some huge ground and pound. The referee uh, uh, was was telling Baum that she had to fight back, and and uh, luckily for Baum, she was able to to grab hold of of uh, Lipska, work her way back to the feet, and uh, keep her in guard. Um, Lipska eventually breaks away, allows uh, Baum to stand back up. Uh, but as soon as she did, she instantly took it straight back down to the ground and uh, was uh, was working from half guard. Uh, Lipsky again lets her back up, almost like a uh, a lion playing with a gazelle before deciding to land that fatal blow. Uh, the fatal blow didn't end up coming uh, as the uh, as the klaxon ended, as as the two ladies were were trying to uh, to. Uh, duke it out in the middle of the octagon uh but like i said this was a, a very very dominant performance by ariana Lipsky. uh moves uh closer and closer to a potential shot for that heavyweight uh, for that flyweight title going into the uh the co-main event and this was uh, uh a make or break fight for for both these guys for uh eon kutalaba and for for devin clark here in the light heavyweight division both guys uh, been in the UFC for quite a while, uh, not really able to get much in the the way of momentum. Uh, in fact, uh, Kutlab was on was on quite a bad losing streak going into this fight, so this was pretty much make or break for this guy. Uh, and what a performance he, he eventually put on again, kind of like the uh, Lipska and Baum fight. Uh, this went to the the judges, uh, but but again like that um it was very very dominant for for one fighter and that was eon kutalaba um 
Devin Clark started pretty well. Uh, went for a, a takedown straight away. Uh, gets Kutalaba down. Uh, but it was quickly back to the feet and up against the fence. Uh, Kutalaba uh, was uh, able to kind of posture away and landed a huge knee on the way out. Uh, Clark threw a, a leg kick. Uh, Kutalaga replied with a, a big kick to the to the body. Um, and after a, a miss from a head kick, Kutalaba steps in, lands a knee, um, and was able to stalk Clark around the cage, landing huge, huge shots. Uh, there was one what landed just behind uh, uh, Devin Clark's ear, which drops into the floor. Uh, Kutalaba uh, rushes in, uh, gets some ground to pound, but he, uh, Clark is able to, to uh, hold on, uh, limit that damage, uh, and get back to his feet. Uh, Kutalaba... Um, drags uh, Devin Clark back down to the canvas uh, landing some huge uh, ground and pound uh, the referee looks like he's going to stop the fight uh, but unfortunately for, for, for us as, as viewers and more fortunately for, for Devin Clark the klaxon sounded and the, the round ended but such a dominant performance for, for, for Kutlaba in that first round and he followed it up uh, with a, a, a just as dominant second round landing some huge huge uh, lefts um, took a, a couple of body shots, uh, uh, body kicks and, and punches, uh, but was able to uh, transition those into a takedown, gets on full mound. Um, got, uh, Kutlaba got hit with a couple of short punches from the, the bottom, but uh, he started then just raining down with those those elbows. Uh, Clark was was able to defend well. Um, Kutlaba keeps hold of uh, the full mount doors as as Clark tries to wriggle his way out. Uh, he was able to to get back to his feet though, uh, and uh, Kutlaba goes straight back for the to the clinch, drags uh, Clark back down to the to the ground, um, and again this. Uh, uh, another time when the bell saves Devin Clark from from being finished. Um, going into the third round, and we actually get a little bit of a delay in the start of the round because the doctor wanted to check on uh, Devin Clark's uh, uh, lower teeth. He actually he uh, had a massive uh, hematoma swelling over his eye, and. Uh, it, it was assumed that the doctor was in to check on that, but it was actually because uh, Kutlaba's, uh, the pretty much all of the bottom of his bottom set of teeth started, uh, were, were, were wobbling. He's, uh, he took uh, some huge elbows and they've definitely done some damage. He will uh, definitely be looking to be uh, booking a dentist appointment in the very, very near future. Uh, but the doctor uh, agrees that that Clark is is fit and, and well enough to to uh, fight on. Uh, Clark straight away goes to to try and take Kutlaba down. Interesting tactic when you've been dominated uh, for two rounds on the ground uh, for you to try and uh, to uh, get the takedown. Uh, he's not successful in doing that, but Kutlaba decides he was would try to take down of his own. And he was successful, unfortunately, for, for Devin Clark. Uh, Clark didn't take a lot of damage this time down round, though, and was able to get back to his uh, his feet uh, with, with pretty much uh, no, no problems. Uh, but he was held in the clinch. 
Uh, and um, after a little bit of scuffling and scrambling against the fence, Kutlaba again just is able to drag Devin Clark back down to the floor, pretty much at will. Kutalaba is uh, is quickly into full mount again. Uh, just about two minutes of the fight to go. Uh, Darren Clark is able to, to shake him off though. Gets the fight back to the feet. But this doesn't last long. Uh, Clark eventually does get his own takedown. Uh, lands a, a few punches in, in Kutalaba's guard. Uh, tries to flurry in the last few seconds. Uh, but Kutalaba just clinches and holds uh, Clark down. Uh, until the final um, klaxon goes and the 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 judges scores come in and one judge gives uh, gave a 10-8 round but uh, essentially all three judges gave the the result to Ion Kutalaba so uh, good victory for him in the light heavyweight division so here we go with our main event, uh, Anthony Lionheart-Smith, a perennial uh, title contender, uh, being almost kind of a disrespected recently uh, in terms of uh, the perception that he only fights older guys and that he's uh, he always loses to the to the young and up and comers and something that that Ryan Spann has uh, has kind of been alluding to. So there was a little bit of a uh, animosity between the two fighters. Uh, Ryan Spann obviously uh, has had some great victories recently. Really looking to push forward and 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 uh, and go for the the uh, the, the title shot. Uh, Anthony Smith wanted to get back to uh, to the title shots. Um, so there was a uh, no touch of the gloves at the start, very kind of like uh, acrimonious between the two. Uh, but this fight did not last long. Smith had a point to prove and prove it. He did. Uh, he lands a, a low kick for the for the the first shot. Uh, Span lands a jab of his own. Uh, he starts stalking Anthony Smith. Um, Smith uh, swings and misses on a on a on a big punch, which uh, gives uh, Ryan Span the the opportunity to get a body lock. Uh, carried Smith over to his own corner so he could uh, get tutelage from his uh, from his corner men whilst being able to uh, to uh, damage Anthony Smith. But Smith is able to to break away, uh, lands a big punch that rocks uh, Ryan Span. Um, Span is is lucky to survive. He uh, he uh, takes a lot of a uh, a lot of abuse and a lot of damage, but he's able to to uh, keep his composure, survive. Uh, Smith goes for the armbar, but uh, Ryan Span rolls 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 through it, and he's able to get back to the feet, uh, go back to the strike, and again Smith lands another shot, uh, and this time Span isn't able to shake this one off. Uh, he goes down to the mat. Uh, Smith uh, goes for the ground and pound. Uh, gets the back, looking to get a submission. Flattens out uh, Ryan Span. Locks in the rear naked choke. Uh, Ryan Span had no no other option but to tap out, uh, giving Anthony Smith the first round sub. Uh, and then after the fight, uh, we see kind of a, a bit of a st- uh, standoff between the two guys. Anthony Smith uh, very audibly shouting uh, uh, Ryan for uh, to start showing him some respect. Uh, so we get the cornermen coming in and uh, referees and officials kind of holding the two apart. 
Uh, eventually it was all handbags at 10 paces. Uh, Ryan Span comes over, shakes uh, Anthony Smith's hands there, hugging out. Uh, Anthony Smith uh, in the post-fight interview with uh, with Michael Bispin saying that he's sick of, of the, the mindset of that Anthony Smith is a... Uh, it's a gatekeeper, Anthony Smith is uh, someone who fights the older people and he uh, he called out someone else who was being uh, very vocal about his uh, his thoughts on Anthony Smith, uh, Alexander Rakic, someone who is meant to be, or who is said to be holding off for a, a potential title fight. Um, uh, Anthony Smith called him out and Alexander Rakic answered straight away via the, the, the medium of Twitter, said he would be more than happy to fight Anthony Smith in December. So, uh, looks like we've got a future uh, headline fight booked with Anthony Smith. Hopefully, if he gets a gets a, a good call from the, the doctors and doesn't get a, a long-term suspension, hopefully we will be able to see that in the future. So, that is Fight Night Smith versus Sp- Span UFC Vegas 37 etc etc uh, all wrapped up and in the books and it is the first UFC in a 10 week run where we'll be having UFC every weekend um, next weekend we are back with the number pay-per-views and it's a double title match and also the return of a of a, a legend in, in MMA so we have a, a UFC 266 uh, Alexander Volkanovsky taking on Brian Ortega for the featherweight title, uh, which is co-main event with uh, Valentina Bullet Shevchenko taking on Laura Murphy and the return of Nick Diaz against Robbie Lawler. So tune in next week for that. Uh, you can um, follow me on the social medias at Podfather Mags. Follow my uh, absent co-host Carlos at Kurtbay underscore Carlos. Uh, the poor guy's uh, burning the candle at both ends with studying and work. So unfortunately, he's uh, he was unavailable today. Um, but you can also follow the show at Five Rounds Pod. Definitely check out the amazing networks that this show is a, a part of at Visionaries Global Media, at The Chair Shot, and right here on Radio Techers, where there is multiple amazing content from multiple amazing creators. So definitely go and check out uh, everybody else uh, who uh, we, we have the pleasure of working with. Uh, but that is all from me, and that is the end. Big time, he's trying to finish.